The technology part of the PEST framework looks at the physical, human, and information infrastructures of countries and their impact on opportunities in those countries. In this episode, we ask Cecilia Gu, Professor of International Business at Georgia State University, how the high-speed rail development in China has vastly increased opportunities for both Chinese and foreign firms. The high-speed rail system in China has carried over a billion people around China at nearly 300 miles per hour over almost 25,000 miles of track. My guest today is Cecilia Gu, Professor of International Business at Georgia State University. She has been studying the impact of high-speed rail on domestic and foreign firms investing in the interior of China. What do we know about geographic distance and foreign firms' investments in China? The geographic distance and its impact on performance is a long studied topics. Now, the general argument would be the longer the geographic distance is, then the lower the performance will be. Um, and the rationale will be it's harder for you to communicate and it's going to take a lot of time and investment to to understand each other and there could be information asymmetry etc so that part of the literature is well established these sound like significant problems the high-speed rail seems to have solved some of these issues you've studied a natural experiment where you compare investments before the development of high-speed rail with investments after the introduction of high-speed rail how has this rail system changed investments in china so we find that, in fact, while the HSR is absent, uh, the longer the geographic distance between the partners would lead to a worse outcome, which is captured by the startup's likelihood of going for an exit. But with the introduction of HSR some point at a time after the formation of the partnership, it actually, geographic distance actually have a positive impact on uh, startups' likelihood of um, exits or success. I think is fascinating. It kind of tells us that, you hold on one minute, you know, the, the, the geographic distance, which we typically consider as a liability, of partnership can actually turn around and benefit the partners and enhance the likelihood of, uh, of you know, um, of success. So the high-speed rail actually turns a liability into a potential advantage. It looks like both domestic and foreign firms benefit from high-speed rail, but who benefits more? Foreign firms actually can benefit more from the HSR and the larger geographic distance. We interpret the results such that for foreign firms who invest in a startup that is far away in China without HSR, it's really hard due to the liability of foreigners that you mentioned just now for them to communicate, establish trust, and because of the cultural differences, the language barriers, it's hard for them to actually travel on a regular basis to monitor the startups, right? There will be a lot of communication issues and trust issues going on, so that eventually leads to um, a worse outcome. However, when the foreign firms and the startups, uh, which are far away, is bridged by the HSR, which significantly reduces their travel time and costs as well, it actually allows the foreign firms to understand 
the local startups much better. They, because uh, they have frequent communication, they are also able to establish trust, be able to contribute the complementary resources, routines, and knowledge to the local startup. We find that there is a sharper difference in terms of the before and after HSR for foreign firms compared to the domestic firms in this case. The foreign firms benefit from their ability to increase communication, monitor more frequently, and increase trust. Yet while both domestic and foreign firm benefits, the sharper difference is due to foreign firms' ability to bring their complementary resources, routines, and knowledge to bear, resources that domestic firms don't offer the startups. Thus, the foreign firms get better investment outcomes. Do you think high-speed rail has impacted the hard-to-reach interior of China as well as the coastal cities? Yes, I do think that our results could be robust, given that for one, the competition is much lower in the sense that a lot of the VCs are still prefer to invest locally, right? So there's a large clustering effect, uh, which is typically in the coastal area. So there are, could be a lot of startups that are cash cows are in the well-development stage, but have not been identified by these VC firms. But that's one reason. And second is there's a, we find a strong complementarity in terms of of resources between the VCs and these startups that locate distant from them. Um, so we checked the uh, input and output and also identified the VCs past experience in certain industries. So we do find that they tend to form alliance with partners that have a large opportunities for resource complementarity. So if that still happen, then we think that yes, HSR will come in being continuously helpful for uh, performance enhancement. The high-speed rails opened opportunities for foreign firms to enter the interior of China to find hidden gems or cash cows and add their complementary skills to achieve high performance. It's opened inland China to foreign firms who dare to do a little hunting. Who benefits the most from technology advancements such as high-speed rail? Uh, it seems that is the partnership between the foreign firms and local firms who can benefit more. And also we compare the level of complementary resources. So we see that if there is a higher level of complementary resources required in this partnership, then these partners are benefit more from the HSR, from the short term of the geographic distance. And lastly, we also find that compared to other type of VCs, it is the government venture capital funds or venture capital firms who are benefit, going to benefit better than the non-government venture capital funds. Thank you, Cecilia. Your work has provided a great example of how investments in technology can have a dramatic impact on the opportunities inherent in a country. All right, iHub listeners, head over to internationalhub.org for more great podcast episodes, articles, and even assessments to help you build your international business competencies. There, you can also find links to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Instagram. See you later.